Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast, man. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you for rocking out with me on this Sunday. What is it, uh, January 14th? Is it the 14th? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. You know, nice Sunday show. Uh, majority of the time, my free time now was like on the weekends. On Sundays, it's track season now, high school track season, man. Coaching at the local high school at Albemarle, so... Um, can't give you a lot of live shows, but, uh, we're going to, we're going to find some ways to work in some days where we can go live streaming on YouTube, uh, the Twitter. Well, is it Twitter or just the X app now? So on the X app and also Facebook, man. So all my Facebook folks, people, you are getting the stream live right now. The link is in the description. If you're on YouTube and you want to come on live, I'll share it in the chat. And on the X app, if you want to join, I'll put it, um, I'll attach it to the tweet. So let me know, man. Hopefully you guys having a good weekend. The weather is changing. It's getting crazy out here. It's getting cold. We got games getting canceled because of blizzards and people saying it's soft. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about how a lot of you old heads in the confines of your home saying things and decisions are soft. When blizzards are on the horizon, uh, we got to talk about that Buffalo game getting moved to Monday. But we did have two games that took place yesterday in the NFL. Um, you had the Texans and the Browns, and then you also had the Chiefs and the Dolphins. And everybody was kind of surprised that that game still played as scheduled. Uh, I think the biggest, and I'm going to get into why it felt like that game still took place. So um, the usual suspects, I know they want to join the show. Uh, before we get started, this uh, episode is sponsored by Aver Insurance. Go to Aver Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance. The great people at Able. You see the ticket right there. All right. Holla at the people at Able, man. And shout out to the people at Believe Network that's partnering up with the Ball Hawk Show podcast and is available on their platform. So go to Believe.com, B L E A V dot um, to not only get my podcast, but other sports podcasts that are on the platform. And as always, it's available on all major podcast platforms. So I don't think I've, have I had an episode since? Yeah, I had an episode since uh, Michigan won a national championship. So go blue. My wife is a Michigan fan. I know a lot of different Michigan fans. Salute to, to Harbaugh getting that victory. Um, we had the NFL All Pro team come out since then. We're going to talk about that today. What else can we talk about, man? Oh, <laughs> Nick Saban retired. Pete Carroll parted ways. Belichick parted ways. What the hell does parted ways mean? When you part ways, is that just a like a a, a slick way of saying you got fired, but you they don't want to say you got fired you know did you quit like what is parting ways 
Y'all let me know what y'all think about the word or the phrase parting ways, man. Because, you, I mean, I don't get it. You know? Did you quit? Or did they fire you? Or did they fire you and you was going to quit anyway? That's why they call it parting ways? Hmm? Mutually decided to part ways. So both of y'all decided to quit at the same time. That's what it is, right? I'm quitting. You trying to fire me. We just going to say, I ain't quit and you didn't fire me. So we part ways. And when you part ways, are you still owed the money? When you part ways, is it like at a discount now? When you part ways, let me know your thoughts, man. Whether it's on the X app, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Facebook, you know, let me know what does parting ways mean to you and why do they call it? Like somebody fired and quit. Okay. Is it just, you know, who you are as an individual? We can frame it as parting ways. Like, what is it? I'm trying to figure out, man. I really am. Um, also, there are reports that the head coach at Washington did not tell the team he was taking the Alabama job, and he just left. If y'all, y'all, can y'all hear that wind? The wind is blowing like crazy right now outside. But if that's true, how do y'all feel about that? That a coach just leave and don't tell nobody. Y'all got an issue with that? Do you? Like, here's my thing. Let's let's go ahead. Let's have this conversation. Hold on, man. Let me fix this microphone, man. Let me bring this microphone back a little bit so I could just sit back and, and we could have this conversation, man. Um, transfer portal. Everybody got an issue with the transfer portal, right? There's no loyalty. Uh Kids just up and leave anytime they want. Uh, why they don't talk about the dark side of the, of the transfer portal, how it's a lot of kids that don't get picked up at a new school. All right. Um, my man, Mike Taylor said he just vacated the premises for more money. So let's talk about coaches. So I put out a post yesterday on Facebook. I said, um, when these coaches leave for other jobs and people view it as elevating, right? Like you're going from the University of Washington to now Alabama Crimson Tide. You're following the great Nick Saban. Everybody's looking at that as a promotion. You applaud a coach, right? You're getting a better job, better opportunity. Everybody clapping. Clap it up. But when you think about a player leaving to go to another school, even when we know it's probably a better opportunity, they, they get a lot of vitriol. Why do we do that? Why do we say it's different? Like everybody should have the choice in changing their situation. They really should. And I know people want to put a put rules in place, you know, like you got to sit out a year, you got to do this, you got to do that. But why do we make it seem like kids aren't loyal or kids wanted 
this way or that way when in reality there's a lot of adults that make these comments that do some of the same thing these kids do. This is just my opinion. In my opinion, I feel like you go to college to learn how to be an adult. Like whether you're learning how to elevate yourself and prepare yourself for the workforce or you're finding your true calling and you might become an entrepreneur. You're getting the degrees in X, Y, Z because you need it because you know if I get this degree here, I'll have a better opportunity to get this job. I have a better opportunity to get this salary, blah, 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 blah. And that's fine, right? Like, that's that's what you're doing. You're trying to find yourself in your young adulthood life. And when it comes to sports, it's like, no, you gotta, you, you gotta stick it out. You gotta go through the tough times. You gotta this, you gotta that. This is this is the perfect time to damn it, move around to make sure you're putting yourself in the best opportunity to springboard yourself to your next part of your life. So this takes me to. And you making the comparison, coaching, leaving for jobs, and a player transferring for a better job. Because in a sense, it's a job. I know we think it's a sports, but it's a job. Anytime somebody say free education, I be like, free in air quotations. Free education. Because if, like, if something is free, right? If something is truly free, if I get free lunch, Growing up in Hampton and Newport News, going to the Boys and Girls Club, you get free lunch. I get the lunch. It's free. You can't take that lunch back from me if it's free. Here, you get a free lunch. Here you go. You can't come and say, you too loud. I'm going to take this lunch back. Or, like, you ain't meet some type of criteria. Like, if I got to meet a criteria, it's stipulations. Is it truly free? You earning that. You working for that. That's what I'm talking about right now, Darian. I'm talking about the coach. I know you're just coming in. I'm talking about the coach taking the Bama job. Um, so when you talk about the free aspect with these athletes, they run the risk in the, when they jump into the portal. So with this coach taking the Alabama job from Washington, you applaud them. Like, bro, that's a better opportunity. Washington to Alabama. Hallelujah. I think everybody's excited for him and want to see, like, who would be, who would, like, think about this. What's the percentage of people you feel like looked at this coach like, you unloyal piece of you know what? You just got here. I can't believe you leaving to go to another job again. What's the percentage of people, man? You know what I'm saying? What's the percentage of people? And I like, shout out to Robert. Um, should he have talked to the team? Just a meeting saying he leaving. So I'm going to get to the point about like him leaving. If he talked to the team, should have talked to the team, didn't talk to the team. But just coaches leaving in general. Everybody's looking at that as moving up. You know what I'm saying? He's moving up in the world. We don't got no issue with that, right? Nobody got no issue with that. But if a kid transferred from Washington to Alabama, 
Think about how they probably look at him. And my man Manson said, said the realest thing. Players that he recruited are the ones that feel some kind of way. Michael Penance was his guy. Most of, most of his recruits are leaving. So think of this, right? A lot of people don't underst- really don't understand the recruiting process and, and all the emotions that go into recruiting. And when you're a student athlete, when you get to a university, like whether it's truth, whether, it, whether it's like the used car salesman, that's a lot of things that go into recruiting. You know, so when an individual leaves a university, we sometimes got to slip shut the hell up juice before we criticize the individual for leaving. And we do this to student athletes all the time. We're so quick to say, man, this, this era soft. They just leave when they don't get their way. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, bro, you don't know what that per- what that student athlete, athlete went through. That caused them to say, I need a new place of scenery. Allegedly, he spoke with the team before hopping on a plane to Bama on Friday. Um, and here's my thing. You will hope that he talked to the returning players and say, hey, I'm not going to be here. You will hope he communicated with recruits and say, hey, I know because let me let me tell you a little. Let me let me let me just give y'all my opinion on just the process. It's a reason why coaches visit the homes of student athletes. You make your decision based off your relationship and your feeling towards that individual individuals versus what the school can truly offer. Hear what I say, say it, and I'm going to say it again. When you commit to play at a university, the individual sold you, not the school. It's a reason why coaches do home visits. It's a reason why coaches visit your school. It's a reason why coaches contact you at least once a week, multiple coaches, to build organic relationships so you can feel comfortable being around them, being coached by them, being uh, tutored by them. The individual sells you on the location. A lot of people say, be loyal to the school. I'm loyal to the coach that recruited me. And when a coach leaves, a lot of those kids want to leave. When a, co- when a kid is not vibing with that same coach who recruited him and might have sold him a dream, it's a reason why they leave. The, the the relationship wasn't what they thought it would be. So many times you guys criticize these players for leaving and you don't understand it's a relationship that ain't there that they thought was going to be there. So a lot of times we just be saying a kid ain't loyal, a kid is spoiled and this and this. Bro, nobody's staying in a bad relationship. You're not going to just suck it up. Pause. If your, if your boss getting on your nerves and you know you got another job you can take, you're going to take that other job. If I'm in a, at a certain program and me and this coach ain't vibing and I look down the street and I could possibly play for this program and I like the way this coach is doing what he's doing, who are you to tell me you ain't being loyal? 
this relationship ain't working. Why would I be loyal to something that ain't working? Like, even the coaches. How many of us are really loyal to our job? We're loyal to the check. We're loyal to the opportunity. We're loyal to the elevation. This is a job for coaches. Newsflash. Yeah, they value relationships with players, but the harsh reality is ain't no loyalty to a job. If it's something better out there, a lot of people are going to take better. You, you got people who get married before God that see something better and divorce and go to that better. And he did it before God. You think they ain't going to do that for a job? Please. Like, sometimes y'all got to relax, man. Y'all really got to relax. He said, <laughs> ball hog Sunday service. <laughs> you know, but it's like, I don't look. I'm in a minority with my take right here. I love the transfer portal being wide open. I really do. You know why? Because it's teaching young people. There are, they are, they are negative sides to making rash decisions, to being impulsive. It could work against you. I wish they would show the percentages of student athletes that enter the portal that end up not being able to get a scholarship, a grant aid at another university. Because you have to show the dark side. You got to be truthful with, with anybody. You go to college to better be prepared for adulthood. How can, why would I put you in this box and punish you for trying to leave a situation where in the real world, you can leave a job anytime you want to? That's up to you. You taking that risk. Let these young people in high school know, hey, man, you can transfer, but it's a risk. Yeah, you could be second string here, but now you're going to be 100 string in the portal. Yeah, you may be second string here, but when you get to the other team, you didn't realize that they was bringing in recruits. You could be the fourth string now. So, yeah, you can leave and you could play right away, but that don't mean you're going to play right away. That's a bar. Catch, the, catch, catch up, man. You could play right away, but that don't mean you're going to play right away. So why put stipulations? No, I want, I want to learn you. I want to learn you. Because there's a lot of kids that go in the transfer portal realize the grass ain't green on the other side and then want to come back. Then that coach got to say, oh, you oh, you want that old thing back, huh? A lot of people don't talk about that. Why? Instead of y'all bending y'all feelings, trying to force your views onto somebody, let somebody live their life. Encourage them. Hey, this is, this is the entire landscape of the transfer portal. This is it. You as a coach. Hey, your ass ain't spoiled no more, sucker. You can't just trap a kid with your used car salesman tactics. Now you got to recruit every year. Now your relationships got to be organic every year. If you said you was going to do this for a certain recruit to get them here, now you got to do it because his ass can leave quick, fast, in a hurry. Just like you would if the AD said, I'm going to do X, Y, Z for the program. And after certain years, they don't do it. Now you can leave. Because it's always been in place for you as a coach. But now the players, if you real in what you say and what you do, you ain't got to worry about people leaving. You always going to have a couple of backups leave. That's fine because I got to make room for other transfers coming in. Anybody, any team that's done well with the transfer portal 
they fans don't say nothing is bad about the transfer portal. But the people that they, the, the teams and the organizations that feel like they are affected because people are jumping ship will point the finger at the people jumping ship versus why are they jumping ship? Why do you have so many kids leaving? Hello? Pay attention to the trap, not the cheese. Why are so many people leaving your program? And why are so many people going to this person? Nobody ever wants to talk about that. We always want to say, hey, the young people, they these days, they so soft. The young people back in my day, back in your day, you had no damn voice. Back in your day, your, your big mama chopped you in the throat like Bernie Mac said, if you even try to talk when two grown folks was talking. You didn't have a voice. Shut up. You just got your voice when you was 30, 35. Stop. Stop. Your work and your persistence and all the stuff that you, all the arguing you did, all the timid tantrums that you threw growing up, you helped this. You helped this generation finally have a voice. Platform, like Jay-Z said, platform. You know what I'm saying? Like this generation not soft. They smart, bro. They smart. It's a lot of stuff going on. We had no, we, oh, we had rotary phones. We had flip cell phones. We had snake on our phone. It's a video game. Now they got Roblox and all these, all this technology. We want stuff to be what it was when we was growing up. Man, cut it out. Cut it out. Come on, man. Relax. But going back to this coach leaving, what's his damn name, man? I, I keep saying this coach. Is it Dubois? 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 Oh, man. Is that OC supposed to leave now, too? Ryan Grubb supposed to be leaving? It's DeBoer. So Washington offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb would not be the Huskies' next football coach. He announced on social media he's going to join Huskies' Kalen DeBoer. Is it DeBoer? So he, he leaving to go to bed. Like, he ain't, look, you got an opportunity to be the head man at UW. That man said, huh, I'll be a coordinator at Bama with my, with my homie. Anybody saying he's stupid for that? He made a lateral movement. Well, really, he didn't because you going from, you know, that Bama brand is a big time brand. But I, I really think we got to stop criticizing, like, young people, man. Grub wanted to stay to be head coach, but the university said they're going a different direction. Okay. So, salute to Big Bro Ray. Inside info. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. But, again, man, how many times when a coach leaves for a job, we be like, oh, you're not loyal. Oh, because what was that? You dove for two years. I know he got a phenomenal head coaching record, too. I think he's going to do well at Bama. Like, how can we say somebody's not? If somebody's showing you they done well everywhere they've been, how can you say they're not going to do well at their next stop? All we could do is go off their track record. And here's, here's what I want to tell all my, all, you know, this, 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 this may get me in trouble. Newsflash. <laughs> Petty Hawk going to get in trouble for saying something. All y'all were expecting Dion to be, man, look, salute to Prime. Salute to, to, 
to all the money he made for the for the University of Colorado and the merch for his shades. Love his sons. Love love him. I ain't making no dude who won what four damn games at my head coach at Bama. What? Man, please. Salute to you, Prime. Not saying you're a bad coach. But when have we ever vouched for somebody that won less than five games at another program to be a head coach at a at a program that been winning national championships like like eating Doritos tato, tato, tortello chips? People talking about prime time at Bama. How? 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 Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. We ain't doing that. Nah. Nah. I get it, man. He box office. He really is, but come on, man. <laughs> Four wins and you owe him to be at Bama. <laughs> I mean, Louis Vuitton bags, what he going to bring out that there in Tuscaloosa? <laughs> I mean, he might have some weight. Don't get me wrong. The roster better. Oh, man. Uh. Exactly, right? All the coach prime love, and he only won game more than us. But some of our fan base believe he's the standard to follow. Hey, look, man, I love Coach Prime, bro. Really do. I really love that people back Coach Prime, what he stands for. And people get mad because they feel like I'm bad mouth the prime right now. I'm just a realist, man. I really am. I like what he did at Colorado. It was a one-win team. He went out, got a whole bunch of love, support. It, it was exciting to watch them play. You know, he now he got to get guys in the trenches because the trenches was his weak point, as as I knew it would be. You know, that's the difference of levels in football. And that's just not like FCS to FBS. That's like good to great teams. If your trench is not good, you're not going to be good. If your trenches are great, you're going to be great. You saw that with Michigan. Michigan trenches was different than Bama's trenches and Washington trenches. I'm talking about offensively and defensively. You know what I'm saying? And UW was a very good team. I love their defensive line. And I felt like Penn is to struggle some because of the pressure. He was just off some. You know, salute to Michigan for getting uh, creating those big runs. I mean, that was like individually with just cutbacks and things like that. But when you look at Michigan, the difference this year in Harbaugh's past teams were the trench guys. It's always the trenches, man. Any team you look at, that has success, look at the trenches. Everybody get caught up in the damn skill guys. It's the trenches. And I'm I'm a skill guy, but when I look back on all the teams that I played for that were successful, it wasn't us little dudes that was flamboyant and celebrating. It was the guys y'all call the big uglies who go through a lot that don't get a lot of fanfare. You know what I'm saying? So anytime you want to see if a football team is legit, check the trenches. Because what's going to happen when that game slow down and it get ugly and it get physical? If your trenches ain't right, you're going to tap out. I ain't saying you soft. I ain't saying your coach can't coach. But a lot of times, if your trenches is right, you see the difference. And that's what discussions I used to have Oh, my man, Andrew Lunsford, I see you. I'm going to get you in here. You know, and I don't like the type UVA football 
when I'm on this show because it's, you know, we use some colorful words, but my big bro Ray up here, we used to have discussions with fans about Duke football versus UVA football and how, you know, when their new coach came, they won nine games. And we was like, yo, the biggest difference was the trenches. The trenches, the foundation was there. So you had a better opportunity of being successful. When, you're, when your foundation is there, it's like a house, man. If you inherit a job and your foundation is good, meaning you got some big uglies that can really go, oh, you got a shot every single game. Every single game. I could get me, I could get me skill guys. It's hard to find true trench guys. It really is. People don't understand how difficult that is to find true trench guys. I could find a skill guy. I could, I could scheme up ways to get a skilled guy in space. It's hard to scheme up ways to keep my quarterback upright. It's, it's hard to scheme up ways to create creases for my backs. But for the casual fan, they feel like it's very easy. Lungs, what's good with you, my guy? Nothing much, Hawk. I was just listening to the show. Somehow I got sent to the studio. Oh. <laughs> hey, I don't mind. You know it don't bother me, but I was just listening to your show, bro. Oh, appreciate you, man. How are them been going with you? Going good, man. I'm listening to you preach to them. Let them know. Let hey, them man, know. you know, I'm 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 a I'm a little guy, you know, and I can speak to you know. So Lunsford was my OG in the Arena Football League, uh, Colorado Crush, and um, we had some hell of a skill guys that first year. But I noticed when Coach Daly came in, the biggest difference was the trenches, and we were more successful. We had like the skill the skill guy. Was almost the same, basically. But up front, once we were solidified up front, both offense and defensively, you won more games. And situation football as well, don't get me wrong, like how he approached the game compared to, because we had like, you know, NFL guys coaching us. So how we approached the game was different. But yeah, man, I just always respect guys up front, even though I'm a little guy, I know. Like even as a DB, I always say, I'm only good as that pass rush because I can't cover for up. You know what I'm saying? What up, Zoe? What's up, man? What's going what on? What you bro? doing? Working on a car? Yeah, man. I don't fuck my truck up, bro. I'm mad motherfucker right now, man. What you, you doing to your look, truck? You, you, try to, you try to burn rubber? Bro, you know how motherfuckers say, either, you know how mechanically inclined motherfuckers say, hey, man, it's real easy. Blah, blah, blah. You going there? Hey, you really you mad because you done said MF like four times. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I've seen my spark plug, bro. It's been so long. This spark plug, only one came out. And I think I broke the other one. So I said, you know what? I'm about to take this thing to the shop. Well, he's going to come over. And I'm about to pay him, man, because this shit right here is for the bird. What year is your truck? 08 Chevy Avalanche. I'm trying to keep this shit on the road, bro. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it so it's like, you don't want no car payment. Hell no, bro. <laughs> bro, I went to the Ram place the other day. Looked at a new Ram. That shit was 73000 I said, you fuck, you goddamn crazy, boy. Man, you better go to Carvana or CarMax. <sighs> Man, I I don't want to I don't want to get my Chevy Avalanche up, man. Cause I love this shit, man. But like I said, she gonna need some new spark plugs and wires. Just maintenance. I don't let the shit slip. So I'm gonna go ahead and just bite the bullet and keep on the road, man. You know, it's my baby, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you gotta get it towed or something. Yeah, I'm about to get it towed. The shop down the street, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh my boy, he can come over. But I okay. cut the shit on. I cut the shit on. I said, I said, Ooh, yeah, bro. I said, man, no way. Stable light era came on, fixed stable link. I said, man. Damn, my boy, bro. Let my boy tell me about some. 
you dumbass. I said, bro, you said it was easy. But yeah, your stupid ass going to fuck some shit up. I knew it. So I just, mm. you know, yeah, you yeah, gotta let right. them get it, man. Stop being stubborn, man. Let them come yeah, do what they specialize in. Yeah, what y'all talking about, man? Uh, man, I was just breaking down like uh, the Washington coach leaving, and what's the difference when a coach leave? And we kind of applaud coaches if we feel like oh, he left. They, they moving up. Yeah, he going to Alabama. He had coach mm. Alabama now. Mm, what you mm about? Right. Mm, I don't, I don't, it's not gonna be the same. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, What's Alabama's brand versus Washington's brand. Not saying Washington's a bad brand, but it's not Alabama brand. Saban's still going to be there. He ain't going nowhere. He yeah, they say he's still going to be there, still helping yeah. recruiting. They said, yeah, oh, he's still, be, yeah. he's still collecting a paycheck somehow. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up, man. I mean, good kudos to the Washington coach there, man. You know, uh, Deion Sanders and Shador, or Shador Sanders trying to create all the day, uh, recruit all the Alabama players. Yeah, I saw that. I don't if I'm if I'm if I'm an Alabama guy, I'm not going there, bro. It's too cold. I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not going to Washington. I'm, I'm staying right in the SEC, bro. Because you was you was one game away. From I mean, the, Colorado, one, my bad. Yeah, you. I mean, you was one game away from the national championship. Why even? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, no. You're right. No, bro. I mean, it's all glitz and glam, but we talk about football, bro. They put this motherfucking cover down. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, man. I'm cussing. I'm mad right now. You good, bro? This is an uncensored show. You all right? <laughs> you know, you know how you, you know, you play in space. You know, you threw, you should have threw down so and so, but you threw down something else. Yeah. God damn it, man. So, hey, quit cutting them corners, man. That's what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. We say trying cutting to cut them corners. corners. And and McKenna gonna tear my ass. So he gonna he gonna he gonna be in there. With his little rag, and I'm gonna pull him there. I'm gonna say, "What's going on?" He gonna say, "What's going on?" Oh man, I need wires. He gonna look in there. Yeah, everybody take off next week. This our paycheck right here. I already know. That's how they gonna look at it, man. But yeah, bro. I mean, if, if it's if the if the vehicle is worth it, you gotta pay, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. If it's if it's even a thousand, bro. I mean, I ain't balling like that, but a thousand versus you got good credit. Uh, you all right? You know what, bro? You stupid, bro. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna hold you, man. Hey, hey. that uh, that game last night, man. Yeah, what you think about Dolphins, it? Them Dolphins pissed me off, man. What they do I wrong? Mean, huh? What they do wrong? They did everything wrong, man. It's the same thing they've been doing all Get year. Up. What are you talking about? No, I understand it was hurt, man. They didn't want to tackle. It was cold. I know it was cold out there, bro. Mm. They didn't want to. They the effort wasn't there. Same old Dolphins, man. They they changed. That's the same stripe they've been at all year, man. Yeah, but man, when I seen when I seen the quarterback, uh, Patrick Mahomes, when he ran and it accelerated, looking like a a, a little deer with bad legs out there. He ran through through two Miami tacklers and a third a third one hit his helmet and it cracked. I said, them boys don't want to hit, man. Jalen Ramsey didn't want to cover them boys. They didn't want to do nothing, bro. So. I'm just mad. I thought Miami was going to do have a better showing, you know. But yeah, it's a good thing. No, I'm with you on that, on, bro. Huh? And one, and one more thing, Ahmad. Before I got to get out of here, I wash my hands, man, and look up some prices. Why are your people? Yeah, I need, yeah, I need you to look up at this one. Why what? are your people trying to give Lamar Jackson the MVP? Well, we seen the MVP yesterday. 
CJ Stroud is the MVP. Uh, I, saw, I saw you trying to bait people in in that I discussion. It, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work, bro. No, it worked. It didn't work on you, but it worked. It, it didn't work like, at what? all. What? You tried it, though. I give it nah, to you. What, what, what are we doing, man? We acting like CJ Stroud is the MVP, bro. Why are we trying to give it to Lamar for some reason? Uh, well, Lamar did versus teams over 500 is crazy this year. You, you're true, but CJ Stroud got better stats, man. Am I right? I wouldn't just say this. As so, a, it's MVP, actually, so you feel like MVP is a stat award? No, no. no. MVP, oh, so what are we talking about? Okay. And this is where people get into the emotion. I'm not emotional. You got to take the emotion out of the conversation. Yeah, take the emotion so, out. You got to right. do it too. Huh? <laughs> you got to do it too now. <laughs> So, when you look at the Ravens, Reese says, "Shut the hell up." <laughs> tell Reese this is not a light skin conversation, okay? I, I know I'm the most light skin guy, you know, up here, but this is not a light skin conversation, bro. All right, but anyway, pause. All right. So when you look at Lamar, ja when you look at the Ravens, right? Lamar Jackson, he they need him, they yeah. do. But when you have Tyler Huntley, there was no drop off. When Tyler Huntley plays, it looks just like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> It does. It's no. the same plays, the same no. explosive outcome. No. no. When? When was How? this? How? So last year when they played Cincinnati, Lamar looked just like Tyler when they struggled? No, 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 no. I'm saying. Remember that defensive that, game that versus Cincinnati? have a dual threat quarterback in there, bro, that's decent. The Ravens will be successful because they have a good team chemistry as far as the tight ends, the defense. Everything works. You just need a quarterback. They'll be successful. Be They'll be successful. And, and, yes, he is mobile, but he's no he know Lamar Jackson, man. Oh, yeah. You're right, brother. You're right. But what I'm saying is you couldn't tell the difference. You could what? not tell the difference. They ran yeah, the same can. plays. It was the same explosive outcome. No. You said explosive outcome. That's where you lose me. Right. I said same explosive plays. Hey, no, outcome. you said hey, a ten yard a ten yard run with Huntley is not a thirty is a thirty yard run with yeah with Lamar. But they That's still the have difference. plus plays though. They still got plus plays. Correct, correct. I agree. But if you look at CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud pulled the Texans out of the basement, the dumpster juice fire, and elevated oh, this Lord, team. You pushing this narrative up here too, man. Man, I can't get away from this guy. This guy on Twitter. This guy on Instagram. Now he on. Man, what's up, Sam? Man, how you doing, bro? You are not pushy. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. It's cold in Florida, man. It's cold, man. But uh, no, I'm just saying, bro. I'm, I'm not trying to troll, but C.J. Stroud is the official. Is my MVP. Since when, though? Since when? Oh my god! Since like uh, since he came back, like his numbers were good. He I mean, sat the man out, had I think, three. He sat out two games, and he still got better numbers than Lamar. How many better. games did he play this season, Zar? Huh? How many games did CJ Stroud? How many games did CJ Stroud play this season? I think uh, fourteen. Fourteen sure? or thirteen? You sure about that? Because I mean, you, this is your I your said, MVP. Look, look, I, I didn't say I was sure. I said about thirteen or fourteen. But how how many games has Lamar played? Every game except for the last game. All yeah. right. Lamar's question has been availability, right? Now he year. kind of answered that, didn't he? He, he played every he played every game this year except for okay, the last so game. But they they sat him out. They sat him out. Okay. So how does CJ Stroud miss multiple games 
and still have better statistics than Lamar. What stats? Still means, huh? What stats? Because he, he ain't winning the yards big, and man, touchdowns he needs interceptions. Man, he's right, boxing with two percentages. Zar, I got a question. Hold on, Zar. Hold on, hold on, Zar. If a quarterback is playing from behind versus a quarterback that's in the lead and preserving the game, who will probably have better stats? The quarterback playing from behind. Okay. So, have the Texans all been playing from behind? A lot of times they come back. Yes, yeah. Yes, that's what oh, that's what okay. the kid is known for for his ability to bring well, them back. They're not chucking and ducking. They're not chucking and ducking. What the they're hell? Not, is... They're not chucking and ducking, <laughs> which means they're not down by thirty-five. And every player is just firing down. The chucking field. and yes. ducking. Yeah, Yo, you trying to make that a thing? Uh-huh, it's not. You know that term, it's not. Ducking, okay, that's not a thing. Like it nobody is. uses that term except for we you. That's all. Hey, yo, this dude is hilarious, dog. Chucking and ducking. Hey, but for real, but for real, let, let me let me ask you this question. You keep referring to stats. What stats are you talking about? Passing, you don't even know. Oh, passing, passing okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm about to answer Reese, aka Sinbad. Uh, no, his brother's Sinbad. Oh, that, but they, but they twins, man, almost. So they, you know, nah, no, you got to use Sinbad a different joke with him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you got to come <laughs> up with a new joke. All right, okay, okay, okay. All right. So put you on that cat list. The, the touchdown, the interception, ratio. yeah, for real. <laughs> What do you say? Put you on the cat list. Cat Wims. He's gonna come out to you. <laughs> All the stolen material you got. Hey, hey man, look, come on, man. <laughs> Touchdown to interception ratio, yardage, and completion, bro. Like okay. yardage. What type of yardage? Passing yardage. Not total yards, though, right? Yes, total yards too. He got Lamar and all that. You got Lamar and all that. You got a factor in rushing. You sure? How many rushing yards than him? Cut it out. How many rushing yards does CJ Stroud? Cut it out. You're trying to discredit and Lamar. The and Lamar has a better nah, defense. You're trying to discredit the rushing yards. Hold on, you no, said Lamar has a bad defense. No, Lamar has a better, better defense. Oh, better. Oh, okay, I, I misunderstood you. My no, bad. No, no. When you give, when the Ravens take the ball away and give you, you know, give you great starting position and plus field position, you know, thirty yards out. You're gonna score. You're gonna score to the tight end. You're gonna score the little runs and all that. See, but this year he had a tight end, bro. This respectfully, though, he didn't have a tight end for over half the season, right? Yes, he did. He had a replacement tight end. He still threw, <laughs> he still <laughs> threw a tight end. He still threw. Regardless, okay. would you hold on? Would you characterize likely more like a tight end, end or like a, 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 a slot guy that's tight? No, no, no. They had a re- what's the what's the young with tight end Isaiah Likely? Yeah, is he a tight end or is he a slot guy? He's both. He's like a, tight. He's like a no, he played receiver in college. He exactly. That's college. my point. They still have him lined up at tight end though. <laughs> and Lamar still found the tight end. So I mean, there's no difference, bro. So if they would have put Mike Taylor, if, what's going on, brother? What's up, man? So if they would have put uh, the running back uh, Gus, uh, what was his name? Gus. If they would put him in Gus tight Edwards. end. Yeah, if they put Gus at tight end and threw him the ball, he'd have been considered a tight end, right? Yeah. <laughs> because hey, he's, still run, he's still running that tight end route, hey, Mike. intermediate route. Hey, Mike, like what you said last night on his post, I was surprised that he replaced one African-American. With <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just calling it like it is, man. Look, C.J. Stroud is the MVP. That's hey, all, uh, that's all so I'm he's saying. the MVP of the league, C.J. Stroud. Yes. Amari. How many yards rushing does C.J. Stroud got? I know you quick 
with your little research. That's I mean, the beautiful thing about a CJ Stroud. He got to run. He don't got. He don't got a whole lot. He got to run. Okay, no, because I'm using that for oh, my. His 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 so, his my only his my only his only thing that Zara don't realize with CJ like why it's a stretch to say CJ Stroud is the MVP though. Like, why is he MVP over a guy like uh, Jared Goff or that? Because he means more to his team. <laughs> than Jared Goff? The, the Lions were on the up and up. Look at the, look at the position of the Texans. The Texans were 3-14 and 14 last year. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you there. He picked them boys out the basement, bro. But hold on. The, so, the Texans uh, went 3-14. Yeah, and I let you do that. That's more D'Amico Ryan's than it is C.J. Stroud, nigga. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was about to say No, I'm not going to let you get away with yeah, it. How that defense look yesterday for the Texans, uh, respectfully? Stupid, dumb, good. And they've been like that all season. <laughs> they've been like that all season. Will Anderson was living in that backfield. It does. It doesn't matter. That's hilarious. <laughs> CJ Stroud is the MVP. When somebody That's said it doesn't matter. They're not trying to listen at all. So to give you idea, an idea of, of, of CJ Stroud rushing, and I, I hate it, I, I hate this comparison because you're making mm-hmm. it happen. I like both guys actually. Um I hate it had to be him. I uh, know 167 <laughs> yards on the season rushing for CJ yeah. Stroud. Yeah. Okay. On 39 attempts. Okay. He has two fumbles, three touchdowns. Yeah, so his his rushing numbers are not good. So you said they're comparable to Lamar. I, I'm not even gonna read Lamar's because Lamar's will kill those. Well, that, yeah, that, 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 we're not talking about rushing yards. CJ Stroud don't need to run. <laughs> hey, that, 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 it moves the sticks, man. It moves the sticks. It moves the sticks. Those are. This is what I was talking about. This about arm accuracy and arm talent. No, man, you just said stats. Hey, is you that goal heavy? Because you're moving that bitch all over the place. <laughs> He's throwing, he throwing it, but he don't need his legs. The thing about CJ, when you see CJ, CJ Stroud, he gets the ball, hike. He goes through his progression, he gets the ball out. You don't need to roll the pocket. You, He don't need to scramble. He just fired the motherfucker. Lamar's not rolling firing. out this year. Lamar didn't roll out a lot this year. He actually threw from the pocket a lot. And Lamar has no, 821 rushing yards. Yes, he did because he got he got he got Lamar praised a lot on. Na- hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. He got praised a lot on national TV for a lot of his games from throwing from the pocket this year By and who? being patient in the pocket. <laughs> By who? Did, who praised him? <laughs> we know your not here. Your the ESPN plants. Your peer. Nah, no plants. Your favorite. Your, your favorite analyst. When they do, which which game? Which which crew do you like the most? Because I could I, I could probably pull up them praising how he's patient in the pocket. Mm. I'm not a fan of none of them, man. I just, you know, I just enjoy the content. Because all of them there, all of them there, 
in the pre-production meeting, uh, you know, the pre-producer, the producer say, hey, don't diss Lamar today. Don't talk about hold, this. Hold, hold, Zara, think about this, Zara. Think about this. Think about this, Zara. Think about what you're saying. If, if we could really unpack what you just stated. So ESPN and every ESPN, Peacock, NBC, uh, all everybody's production team saying, hey, whatever you do, let's uplift Lamar Jackson, the African-American quarterback with cornrows. <laughs> so you oh, said that, oh, go ahead. It's because like, he don't, you always diss his look. So now they're promoting no, a guy that looks like Lamar, in your opinion. What? You diss <laughs> Lamar because of his looks. No, I don't. I just told him you need to cut your hair because you Zar, Zar. But but that, that's that's you're dissing him because of his looks. No, no I'm, I'm, as a business standpoint, as a, coming from a business standpoint, and the great Edwin James didn't cut his hair. Edwin James even tell you, Maurice Jones Drew even tell you they didn't cut their dress. They they wasn't they wasn't feeling that. I can respect Lamar for that, but don't get mad when you look back and say, "Damn, I should have," you know. Did this and did that. Cut your hair, it'd be all right. So look, what he's about not being... cutting his. So he's not cutting his hair, but he's being elevated as the face to. Don't a hey, don't diss him. Yeah, it's, it's it's almost like a we feel sorry case. <laughs> so Zar Zar, let me I'm, ask you I'm this. I'm serious, bro. Have you, you ever heard of being your authentic self? Hard times, last pick of the drown. <laughs> well, go ahead, reach my bag, ahead, bro. Like, have you ever heard of being your authentic self? Like, not being funny, like that. Yeah, yeah, literally... I, yes. Okay. He's so, from hey, a business standpoint, oh my bad. Go ahead, Kev. Hey, he said, "You're an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna respond to that because my 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 plateau is above that. <laughs> Yo, what? My plateau, plateau. is above that. Yo, flat Yo, what was a plateau? Yeah, my plateau. The, the lower echelon is starting to come out. I see that already. When they start to do that yeah. kind of stuff, the, the lower echelon jokes. I mean, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> my my plateau. plateau is up here. I'm not Yo, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. so if your employer saw this and saw you is sitting in Florida with that silly ass thing on your head, right, mm -hmm. and said. We don't want a person like that working here and decide to come in and fire you. That's their right as a business, right? It's the same thing as cornrows, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's not the same thing as cornrows. <laughs> because, look, I can... Yeah. Thank you. Can yeah. Take this off. See that? That hurt. I can take that off. That hurt right there, though, Zah. <laughs> but, but hold on. But hold on. Let me, let me explain to Reese why that's, that's different. You can cut dreads. Hey, Reese, off. Reese, respectfully, before he go, he even said something was wrong with my hair. Yeah. So, go ahead. Lamar's What's like, wrong with Ma's hair? Who Ma's in front of? Yeah. He like to grease it up and put a little S curl in and all this <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> if he around us, he'll get the boosty fade with the little naps. He'll brush it. As soon as he go above, as soon as he go to work, work. Nice and greasy and all that. You can see the sparkles in his hair. Hi, I'm Amon Hawkins with the diamond tea and coffee. Play the game. Red, you know, all that, bro. Red coffee diamond. And red, my bad, my bad. <laughs> red diamond coffee and tea, man. My bad, man. Hey, I want to, and, before, and look, hold on, Zar. Nope. See, I was going to let you go, but you got some nerve. Every time you drop a snippet of your podcast, you don't, you're not talking like this. You're very articulate. Mm -hmm. you take your time. So yep. you got to relax because you can't joke me. Cause you do it. 
Yeah, play the game. <laughs> you got to play. Hey. Well, I ain't saying. Look, hey, I ain't saying nothing game. wrong with it. Nothing's wrong see, with that, it. That's that's the part hey, why I hey, say, Ma, you should hear this. You should you should hear this guy. He curse more than me. Oh, Man, he came on the show God. today, cussing. He said MF seven times. But that's the thing. That's the thing about. That's what I'm saying about Lamar, though. So we we're authentic, right? You got to play the game to get paid. Lamar's not playing the game. We know that. It's called read. No, 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 no. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. So, because I don't want to say playing the game. Playing the game means you're trying to hustle. You know how to read the room. Okay. Yeah. Read the room. You're being responsible to your brand. So, what you just, so here's the thing about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson isn't, he's in a unique situation. As Reese said, he could be true to himself because he understands what he brings to the table and he's delivering. So he doesn't have to change or conform a certain way. It's almost like we say about athletes who they deem as distractions or trouble. When your talent outweighs the distraction, you fine. But as soon as distractions catch up with your talent, now you're an issue. So you could be the same person the entire time, but if your production starts to drop, mm-hmm. now it's like you're not worth the headache. Not saying Lamar is a headache, but I'm using it as an analogy of your, you saying about his look. If yeah. his look isn't corporate, but his play is bringing in major dollars, then we excuse his looks. Yeah, it's, it's you breaking even, you know. But that's I what mean, you're, allu- that's what you're like alluding to. We're not. Wait, Nobody wait, on wait. this panel but Czar is saying that Lamar no. should cut his hair. I'm not the rest of us, don't get mad we're not agreeing. When the, when the sponsors don't. Okay, so for instance, we talked about. Oh, I love this. Before. Yeah, go ahead. Go to this route. Mm-hmm. So the Nissan commercial, the, 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 the wait a minute, the Nissan commercial, the Nissan commercial with all yes. the Heisman. Yep, I, I'm waiting on this. All right, so Kyler Murray's been up there a couple times. Yeah, yeah hair just like Lamar. Here. Yeah, I hit you. See, I don't cut you off. Already. See, you wasn't ready for that. I Kyle say he got Murray hair like Lamar. Go ahead, go ahead. Lamar's the only one that hasn't been up there a couple times. James Winston hasn't been on there. It don't matter. We're talking about Lamar. <laughs> but you said he's the only one. I'm letting because, you know. Because he is not the only one. one. He's a backup. Oh, oh my no, God. No, 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 hey, no. He's a backup. Hold on. Did, did you have a problem with AI? No. In fact, what? I got my AI's mixtape. Oh, the one that got banned from the league. I got the mixtape. No. How could you not have a problem with AI but have a problem with Lamar? AI is the one that started the goddamn cornrows in the professional leagues. Cut First of all, I was too young to know what I what I wanted <laughs> to see. I was too young. Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm grown and mature now, so I know what the fuck, I know what the hell I want to see. Well, now that you've grown and mature, AI and Lamar are still the same people. No. How the hell are they not? Because I'm gonna tell you why. Lamar moves. Lamar, even though the look is crazy, he doesn't act like the look. I was doing a whole lot of crazy stuff back in the day. What's the so look? Fit the look. So what's just, the look? That's what that's where they separated at. How Lamar, do you act like a look? Right? Yeah, what's what? the look? What's the look you're talking about? So oh, hold so, on. If your doctor look? walked in and okay, had so PhDs wait. from Johns Hopkins and walked in with cornrows, you mean to tell me you discredited that man because of his hairstyle? No, you I you said that I didn't. No, I'm asking you. Okay, so wait. Let's, 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 I'm let's, asking you. I'm, I'm, wait a minute. Let's let bagels be bagels on this one, okay? <laughs> no, I don't even know what that means, and I'm not agreeing yeah, to it because it sounds false worthy. So we've all been there. The older we get, 
you see a young man that's walking, you cross the street. No, you the only one no. to do that. No, uh, no, no. You the only punk ass dude to do that. Right. Nope, nope. I, right. I think I think I think Cal Wright. So let's get back to the MVP argument because since you <laughs> since you pulled a czar on us, let's get that's that's pivot back. So MVP discussions are so you feel like yeah. CJ Stroud. Basically, anybody but Lamar should get MVP. No, I, I didn't say that. Yeah. Lamar is still in the MVP race. So what, okay, what, what would be your ballot? Who would who would be? Brock Purdy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to wait till he, I'm going to wait till the cackling. I'm going to wait till you stop cackling. Go ahead. You, you done, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> giggling on you, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm gonna use your, your I'm gonna use your laugh as a sound bite on my show. <laughs> yeah, definitely use that. That's that that's that's hilarious though. His laugh. <laughs> but it would be uh it would be CJ Stroud, CMC, Brock Purdy. Um, what's the kid out of uh what's the kid out of uh Detroit? Hey, you just searching for Eric Gold and Lamar. And the two and the kid in Detroit, and he's biracial. He's biracial. That's the only reason why he got thrown in. He's by race. He's searching for everybody but Lamar. So check this out. So check this out, Zara. Let's 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 go here first. I want to make sure we talk about the All Pro team. So first team All Pro quarterback was Lamar. Who should have been first team All Pro to you? Because second team was Dak Prescott. So who should have been All Pro quarterback in your opinion? CJ Stroud. First team. Okay, so you sticking to your MVP narrative. That's oh, great. Yeah, Se- so who should have been? No, no, no. I'm just making sure. So second team should have been who? He going to say Brock L- Purdy. L- Lamar with a, with, a, with a close contingency of Dak Prescott. Okay, so CJ Stroud should have been first team All-Pro. Yep. And Dak should have been second. Along right, with Lamar. So anybody want to agree or disagree with the NFL's all-pro quarterback with Lamar first and Dak second. Anybody got an order, a different order, or two different pair or whatever? Anybody disagree with those two? I ain't heard I, I, what, what was this. You got Lamar Jackson, first team all-pro quarterback, and then Dak Prescott made second team. Y'all cool no with, that? with that? Dude. I agree with it, actually. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I I agree with Dak yeah. being second team also. Yeah. I mean, Dak's having a career year. Yeah. Um, but, man, man, but why do you why would you consider CJ Stroud though? <laughs> because be CJ Stroud has had games where he didn't look good. Like he's look, Mark, yeah, like yeah. So look, hold it, we ain't act like <laughs> Lamar ain't pulled up a fungal in a game and messed up and th- come on, man. No, nah, I can tell you. I can say. So here's the thing work. about here's here's the thing about this argument because everybody's doing this now. It's like the trend. You document how players perform versus plus five hundred team teams, aka playoff teams. And I think the thing that really helped Lamar this year was how he performed in those games. Whether you know we know team the the win is a team thing, but they attached the quarterbacks. He was ten and three. Versus teams five hundred better this year. The Ravens were, huh? Can what? I inter- can I interject? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, for instance, that 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 is a great statistical guideline to go by. <laughs> but okay. we have to take it a fact, like you said, the, the quarterbacks included. That defense 
yeah. has put the Ravens offense in some yep. great positions. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But isn't the, Houston, the, the Texans game. defense just as good as the Ravens defense? Say again? Hasn't the te- uh, Texans defense been playing just as good as the Ravens defense all no, year? No, no. They're in the top. top 10, they, they, no. they were like 11th, like 10th or 11th in scoring. They're like 12th in total yards. So they not, they're not be- – like they're still good. Yeah, yeah they're they're they're, they're all right. but the Ravens yeah. led the NFL in uh scoring defense, which is to yeah. me is the most important stat. Ravens, they'll, they'll put something on you. And now, but here's, here's the thing that a lot of people like to just gloss over, and Luns can, can speak to this too because we were teammates. As much as we always say, oh, the defense gave the offense a short field, defensively, you could be more aggressive because you don't have a lot behind you. Like, it's the reason why. It's difficult to score in the goal line or in the right. red zone because you could do so much more defensively and offensively. The, the you know the field is cut off. So as much as we praise and use that as excuses, all the more successful because he got short fields, he was still very efficient in those tight windows. Now, so it almost like as much as you want to devalue him, you elevate him more because we know those windows aren't as as big. Pause. As you always say. And Ahmad, he still has 40, almost 45, oh, yeah, 4,500 yards of total combined offense. So if he's always getting short fields, then he wouldn't have those yards. Mm hmm. And in the past, Lamar, the only thing Lamar probably was in the past was that it was his timely mistakes. That's that's really what it was. It was just his timely mistakes. It wasn't never he was a bad passer. He just came at the wrong time in the game, kind of like Dak Prescott. Kind of like that, yep. They're they're very similar. This year, he just didn't have them, and short fields do make a difference. It make a a difference, but you got to be efficient down there because as a quarterback – it's also harder because as a DB, I'm cut, undercutting every damn thing. Yes, I'm undercutting every route. I don't care what you run. You better you go to the back of the end zone. You got a touchdown. You run anything in that front line. I'm cutting under everything. So, yeah, I, I agree. I don't. Yeah, Zar just mean? like fighting. He just like he just like. <laughs> what you mean? Hot chocolate? No, man. <laughs> don't forget to drink your oval team. <laughs> it's my sugar-free crystal light, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. All right. Let, yeah. Let's keep going with the all-pro teams, man. I think nobody has objection with Christian McCaffrey being first team, all-pro running back, and then you got Kyron Williams from the Rams, second team. Based is on he, the regular season, isn't he a rookie? Isn't he a rookie, Kyron? I think so. I, I picked up Kyle Williams in my in my fantasy. No, nah, nah, he he he. Uh, t- it's the second year. Go ahead, okay. say it. I picked that boy up in my fantasy. Look at God. Look He's at breaking him. up, bro. He breaking up. Say it again. Okay. Uh, fullback, I'm glad they added that now to All-Pro. Um, San Francisco's fullback was first team, Kyle. And then um, they didn't have a second team fullback. That's crazy. They don't have a first team. He was the one that was politicking years ago, like they need to have a – It's only pro. like three of them in the league. Say, how many teams, yeah. Yeah. How many teams got a fullback right now? Three, four, 
I was gonna say yeah. Baltimore uses one. Yeah, Miami. Baltimore. Miami. Miami. Yeah. Yep. And um, that was the only. Those are the only three <laughs> I can think of. <laughs> yeah. And then so tight end, tight end position. Oh. So the NFL's All Pro team had George Kittle and Laporta. Somebody else's All Pro team had Kelsey. Kelsey was not. Not this season. Kelsey was not the best tight end this year. Yeah, I agree with George Kittle being. Hands down, George Kittle in second place, Sam LaPorta. Yeah, I agree with both of those. Yep. Wide receiver, first team was Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, and Amon Ron St. Brown for the first team. And then second team was A.J. Brown, Hookah, and then Brandon Ayoke and Mike Evans were tied, so they both got second team nods. Hookah should have got first. Ooh. Over who? Huh? Over who? C.D. Lamb. What? No, 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 not C.D. Lamb. Not C.D. Lamb. I can't stand the Cowboys, man. Over St. Brown? Yeah. Come on, what he race made the, so he did make what the Pro Bowl over uh St. Brown. So St. Brown didn't make the Pro Bowl, but was first team all pro, which was deserving, in my opinion. Well, you know, the Pro Bowl is a joke now. So that was yeah. a joke. You yeah, know man. Joke looks like. yeah. The game, huh? The game was a joke. They don't tackle no more. You, you can't even go to Hawaii no more. They got in Orlando, man. That's I believe oh, they still get a sense for the Pro Bowl. Huh? We say we. They still get incentives for going to the Pro Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah but the, the uh, I, I got a couple of friends that's played in the Pro Bowl now versus then. You got friends? You yeah. got one friend. You got John Hennis. That's the only dude you got. <laughs> <laughs> Man, cut it out. No, I got a couple. I got a couple. They tell me like the trip, like the trip to Orlando. It's whack, man. You know what I'm saying? You get you get a nice get. Don't stay, you live like an hour and a half from Orlando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the th- it's not it's not Honolulu. No, Hallelujah, man. That's Hawaii. Man, that's something different. Ask so, Amari, so, you, you got you had tickets? So with the uh with the with the linemen, I ain't gonna lie, dog. I don't judge I stay out of linemen business. So I'm gonna just name them. I ain't gonna say if they should have made it. I'll let Reese speak on this. I was always taught stay the hell out of linemen business. That's what I do. So Trent Williams, Sewell, Joe, I'll be back, Zach Martin, and Jason Kelsey. For the first team line. And then second team was Aaron Smith, Lane Johnson, Tyler Smith, Chris Lindstrom, and Frank Ragnow from Detroit. I ain't gonna lie, I don't I don't argue about linemen because I don't be evaluating them like that. That ain't well, my I was just trade. saying the linemen get they get it's it's who them commentators get to talking about the most, man. That that yeah. don't stop gig time with them. That's mm-hmm. a solid list. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some, of course, Chief fans were saying, you know, Creed Humphreys deserved to be second. But my thing is he had he had um, accuracy issues with his snap this season. So okay. I can see why they left him off of that. But other than that, I mean, I, that's a solid um, list. It's right now, from what I see, Kelsey is the best center in the league. Like, there's no no question about it. You feel like he? A lot of people are saying he should retire. I know that it's speculation he will retire, but damn, you still first team All Pro, man. You can get, you might get another year, Chief. Sheesh. All I right, mean, so here, here's the position I think probably calls 
a lot of discussion. I know from Cowboy fans. Defensive edge rushers. First team was Miles Garrett and TJ Watt. Second team was Micah Parsons and Max Crosby. A lot of people said Micah should have been first team. Over. Uh, I don't know. The AFC North, they they they, they try to say because TJ don't get double teamed. That's how he got his 19 sacks. And Micah get double teamed a lot. I'm going to say I think I would move up Crosby before I move up Micah Parsons. Because Crosby is like the lone lone man pretty much on that line. You know what I'm saying? And he is performing every week. Um, Miles Garrett this season to me had a little bit of a fall off. In production wise, mm. to okay. me, okay, I think to especially towards the end, and definitely like you saw it last night. Um, mm. JOK was balling, he made things a lot easier for you know for the defense and flushing things out to the edges so that they could clean them up. So, I mean, okay. I, I, I could see him being first team. But a lot of those guys are kind of interchangeable with the way that they affect the game. Okay. Anybody else <clears throat> got any thoughts? We go to the interior lineman. Go ahead. What's it? What was we talking about? <laughs> what you say? We're just going over to all pro teams right now. We're at the edge rushers. All right. Our interior lineman. Inside, we got what you say. I said, continue. All right, we got Aaron Donald and Chris Jones as first team. Oh, shucks, it, it flipped on me. And then, uh, who was second team? Second team is Dexter Lawrence from the Giants and Justin. How you say Justin's last name for the Ravens, man? Matabuki. Oh I, yeah. I, yeah, I struggle with saying it, but anybody uh, got objections? People had it said that Aaron won't that good this year. I'm inclined well, to it's kind of hard when you're getting triple, double, triple. And they showed one play it was four people blocking him, man. See, a lot of times they're judging him against him. Like, yeah. they're not judging him against other people. His his not good is still better than most people's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Didn't you get double digit? Um, let me see. Stats? Oh, Look at my sure. stat sheet. Yeah, see if you can find that. I ain't that. got my iPad. Because if you remember in the beginning of the season when the Rams were struggling, they was highlighting Aaron Donald. They were saying his production was down. But then they mm-hmm. – I forgot who they were playing. They showed, man, it was like – it was the center, the guard, and a back <laughs> that ended up, like, blocking him. And then he got chipped by a tight end once he finally got through. I said, dude, I said, your stats are going to go go down if they're worried about you that much. Yeah. I mean, he's eight sacks on the season, uh, 53 combo, uh, 28 solos, and 16 tackle for losses. 
Yeah, his sacks are down compared to when he had a lights out 20 and a half sack season. But like I said, it's still pretty it's still pretty good. Yeah. He missed a couple but of now, games also. He missed a couple of games. Now that boy beside him, Kobe Turner, how many did he have? Ooh, good question. Because I think them two set some kind of record this year, didn't they? Let me see. Pull those up. But I thought Daniel Hunter should have probably at least been second team because that he was balling with the Vikings. Okay. Daniel Hunter. Oh, yeah. Like second or third. So while you look that up, I'm going to just discuss the linebackers. Um, First team linebackers were Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, and then Quincy Williams from the Jets. And then second team was Demario Davis from New Orleans, Bobby Wagner from Seattle, and Patrick Queen from Baltimore. So both Baltimore linebackers were all pros. Bobby Wagner? Only one I disagree with Davis. Is the Saints? No, Levante yeah. Data was actually better. Oh, Levante Data. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Kobe Durant um didn't have a crazy season. Uh, I mean, how many 15, Hold on, twenty-three solos, sixteen assists. Um, he actually didn't have any sacks on the season. Wow. So. What? Yeah. What record did, them, did they set? Because I know him and Donald, they, they set some kind of record. I got to go look at that. Let me see. Let me let me let me check a different one. Hold on. I, I, Ryan, let me keep uh, looking Ryan at it. Fans was up there bragging about it earlier today. Probably the most. What time, what time most was the first to get double team? Three thirty Central Time. Three thirty Central Time. So four thirty Eastern. Yeah, I'm at Central. All right. Um, then we get to the secondary. I was surprised by this name being first team. I'm not going to lie. So we got not this. The first one, he should be defense player of the year, Deron Bland. But I was surprised Sauce was first team this mm. year. Then second year, you got Jalen Johnson from Chicago and Travars Ward from San Francisco. I was, surprised. Have been over. I, I was surprised that Jerry's didn't make all pro. Yeah, the Jerry right. should have been over uh, sauce. Yeah. I was really surprised. And may- Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.